Hi, I'm JD. I'm playing Silic the Mage. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Curie the Necromancer. Hey, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Najaz the Wizard. And I'm Nathan. I'm the Dungeon Master. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. When we last left off, you guys were entering into the grounds of the castle that had been turned into this big mouth. Najaz had opened a door ritualistically, and you guys had taken a rope and rappelled down in. If I remember correctly, the order is Kyuri, then Najaz, who has a, a lighted dagger, and then finally Silic. Does that sound correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Kyuri, yeah, on your way down in the pale light of Najaz's dagger you see some, like, these these pink crystalline uh, stalactites. Um, and on your way down, you, you land. I assume the, if I understood correctly, the, the door, what you cut out, just fell in? Yeah, I think that's, we took um, it. Like, you mean, off. like, I just, like, blew a hole? Well, I, I assume that I, like, made the wall just disappear. Just disappear? Okay. Yeah. Then you land in, like, about, we'll say you're in about knee-high, water as this whole area is 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 flooded Ugh. is it cold or hot water D- tepid yeah. it's not cold or really hot in here i suppose it's probably cooler but it, is it running there uh some water is seeping in from the river so it's it's more like a a lake is forming as opposed to it doesn't really have anywhere to go uh, all three of you, I assume, just could repel on the rope. What are you guys doing about the rope? Are you just going to leave it, or? I mean, we tied it to a rock up there, right? So yeah, you could feasibly yeah. say cut it off or something. I was just curious if you had a plan. There are a bunch of huts in this area that, when this whole area kind of folded in on itself, smashed upon each other, suggesting, if you will, that this whole area was laid out very symmetrically with purpose and it was folded in a very purposeful way farther ahead there is the overturned tower the central point of this area made of this same white rock the castle walls were made out of so this tower is just sitting on its side in the middle of the area jd you're making a face am i not making am i not making is any it, sense is it hang- i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest i don't think i ever really understood how this fucking castle was like molded together but i Me didn't want to spend 20 minutes talking about it but i think we have to spend 20 minutes talking about no, it. no no ask so, questions so this is like so, a castle town that basically was like laying flat and then got like the left side got smashed down on top of the right yeah, side. yeah that's what i had mm-hmm. but i don't know how to it's like, is it is it a town or just a castle? I was thinking there were just like some some huts and things around so, the area. So right, okay, okay. Some small. This this is not a particularly huge expanse either. Like I just didn't want this area to be empty, to be honest. So it's not like a whole town. It's just a few huts. No, okay. No, it's not very like the keep or the what have you. The tower. It's not really a keep. The central tower, is visible a walkable distance where you guys are is it like hanging from the top it was it was it is on its side 
Because okay. it would have been in the very middle. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. I got it. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have like a very specific idea of something in your head and you do a bad job of explaining it. Yeah. No, no, I I, I 100% understand. Um, I just wanted to try to get it right in my mind's eye, I think. Yeah. I mean, you got any other questions? I'm happy to, happy to answer them while you guys what? are looking around too. How did we just enter? Did we go through the walls or was there like earth? There like, was. Like exposed there was some soil on top and some in the soil kind of there was maybe uh, there was, okay, okay so the roof that we like went through was the ground the ground, several feet yeah. of ground yeah. Oh. yeah oh okay so they are stalagmites they're just hanging from the ceiling because it's been folded over and the ceiling is the ground actually they're this you want to <laughs> you can roll some you can roll some spout lore about them if you want i'm not gonna roll <laughs> to figure out which one about. they are <laughs> i'm right <laughs> I like that. Roll to be correct. Uh, yeah. No, but there there wasn't there wasn't a like cave ceiling above this before. These are these are something that has formed since the since s- the fold since the fold. Correct. Okay. That's why they're pink. I'm gonna look around. There are while you guys are looking around, there are some there are a fair amount of, of bodies floating in this water, and if you look closer out toward the keep. And for that matter, probably near you, there are some small, what appear to be boys, picking up these bodies and carrying them to the tower. You see them in, in various stages of flight. Are they, do they look like they're fleeing from us, or are they just like walking towards the tower? They're acting rather mechanically. My first interest is in the bodies themselves. Are they of the same kind of crappy ilk? They're, they're comparable to the bodies you found on the other Waterlogged, side. Waterlogged, not as of use. Exactly. As soon as Curry realizes these are of the same elk as outside, not very usable, not very useful. I think his interest would dart towards the the boy-like figures. You know, I know they're very not ripe, but like just see what's going on over there. Tell me what you're doing. I I would like to uh, slowly approach and uh, Najax? Najaz. Najaz? Yes. You seem to be the only one with a source of light. Are you willing to accompany me? Of course I'll accompany you. Um, that's why we're here. Thank you. Um, and then I, I kind of want to slowly approach the boys. If they're not, I probably won't hide too much if it doesn't seem like upon our initial drop down into the water, they weren't disturbed by it. But they're not paying any attention to you at all. Silic, what are you doing while these guys are meandering? I am looking around the area, trying to see any potentially like threatening movement, particularly if there's anything moving in the water, or if I see anything that is even just like skittering away from us, or seems to be watching us, or you can absolutely discern some realities. Cool. Seven. What should I be on the lookout for? In the initial sloshing around in the water, you guys didn't totally catch it at first. A a low growl has started since you guys got here, and they're coming from. There are more. I'll just put put it this way: there are more dogs than there were outside. I'm gonna cast a spell to give us magical armor. That will be an eight. Spell has unforeseen side effects, and I think it will be it will sap my energy. So I'm gonna take minus one on going until I have a few minutes because I. And getting it to affect all three of us, which I imagine is not easy. Is that verbatim what it says? Just unforeseen side effects? It says that your spell has un- unforeseen side effects and might draw unwanted attention. Okay. We'll handle that in a second. 
back to Curie and Najaz. Uh, as Najaz is following Curie, he's sort of looking around. Does he have any idea, like, what kind of magic could cause something like this, or like the folding specifically? Ab- you can spout lore, absolutely. Oh fuck! I should have thought about doing that. Actually, it's fine. He's fine. Yeah, it's uh, fine. It's a f- uh, six. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, we'll <laughs> handle. We'll. This will all compound in a second. Exactly. I was like, and we'll handle that as soon as we go to one more person to <laughs> fail this role. <laughs> I'd like hey, to. Hey, I didn't fail. All, all right. right. No, no. To, for me to fail it, where it's like, I'd like to stick my neck out and just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I should roll plus charisma because, you know, I'm smiling. What What are you doing? As I, I, to give you some context here, you guys have, have seen like uh, Fantasia, right? This these guys are moving really mechanically mm-hmm. in a very ordered fashion, like the brooms, right? Yeah. That's kind of what's happening here. There's uh, a, a gr- uh, some bodies have collected in like a against a wall or uh, trapped in some reeds or something. I think Curry is interested in seeing who these small figures are, the living ones in air quotes. Uh, so he's probably approaching them, and as he gets closer, they still haven't recognized him he probably hails them i mean they're they're blank faced doing their thing they, so they don't respond to my call no i think then curie's probably going to pull out eodor and uh bring to life something they might want to collect this might be the way to their heart so tell me exactly are you just are you dumping him out or are you going to animate him too i'm animating him as well okay but since i kind of have control of him potentially I probably won't tell him to move too much. Boxcars. So uh, read to me exactly what happens. Yeah, uh, Raise the Dead. Um, when you seek to use the blackest of magics to reanimate the dead, choose a nearby corpse or one from your collection and roll plus intelligence. Only one corpse can be controlled at a time, and it must be around humanoid size or smaller. On 10 plus the animated corpse, the animated corpse rises under your control, and you have three power. All right, so yeah, Eodor kind of slurps out of the out of your jar and plays possum for a minute you're very intent on what's happening on the other hand behind you the jazz is sort of wistfully thinking about what could possibly do something like this when along the periphery of his light source three of those dogs from before step out of the darkness do i see this happen you're you're close they haven't gotten very far you're probably you were probably staying in the light for that matter yeah um i actually just want to touch based on what we think my move mechanically did i was thinking like it would just give us you know actual armor like two armor two armor sounds fine and tell me what this looks like or what exactly is happening i think as you think about that i can take a second to say to also insert a uh when i pulled out eodor i didn't barf as vigorously into his mouth i just kind of lowered his jaw with my thumb probably and just gave him a nice little wistful barf as I animated him, and then I gave him a nice pat on the head. Yeah, please remember this to is gross. gross. They didn't edit that out. Why <laughs> does no one like this? I'm leaving it. I'm just great. All right, check it out. So you know, in Stargate, the movie, not the show, when they have their fucking sweet helmets that they like push the button on their shoulders and they're like chink 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 chink, and that's the shape of Anubis's head, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So basically, that happens, but it's all over our bodies. So it's like a like a metal carapace is forming around it, and then as soon as it it completes forming around each of us completely, it just like goes invisible. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) So Najaz, what are what are you doing about these puppy dogs? 
I am going to cast magic weapon on my knife. Do it. Eight. Uh, you draw unwelcome attention or put yourself in a spot. Tell me what this looks like. I think some of the darkness from the room around us coalesces around the dagger and sort of lengthens the blade out a little bit. There's still like that glowing core of light from the light spell inside. Or can you have both those spells going at once? I, I don't see why not. Okay. But yeah, it just sort of becomes this shadowy, like shifting knife. My Yeah. Sweet. As far as the spot you're in, the the dogs have sort of circled around to get between. So there are two dogs between you and Silic, and then one farther along on the semicircle. So there, essentially, there are three dogs between you. How about that? One's one's directly between you, and two are not, two and I are on either side. I'll let make this less complicated. One is between us. Yes. Two okay. Are the two on the same side? They're on either side. So they've either they, side. They they've formed. Flanked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're yes, they've flanked you. And where am I? You're on the other side. So there it goes. Silic, dogs, Najaz, Curie fucking with the little boys and the corpses. <laughs> <laughs> I realized what I was saying. Halfway that. I was like, come on, man. Be a little sensitive. Alright, I'm gonna do something. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Silic, go ahead. So Silic is going to take his uh his staff and he lunges forward at one of the wolves and then like sweeps the the staff in an arc and right on the edge of it an ethereal like blade is out of the of the end of the staff Fuck as he yeah. sweeps it across so i'm going for black magic go for it what are you, what are, what are your tags before you roll my tags are reach which is my range and then two targets so minus 1 damage What's the second? I'm I maybe I misunderstood. There's I think there's only one wolf between you guys. You could feasibly. Oh yeah. no, no no! So I'm so particularly because I have reach. I'm I'm thrusting the one on the side and sweeping the spear across to the other one. Is my idea to the one in between us? Does that make sense? Yeah, I suppose I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's like a quick like, like yeah. some some I don't know Street Fighter like two frame shit going on. No. Uh, that's a six. That's not good. <laughs> so you open, you you open, you you go for this slash, and they manage to. I think, I think you hit them, but I don't think you uh, change their position really. Is they're what like I, what? they're fucking blink dogs, right? Yeah. So they you yeah. thought they were there. They're not there. Fuckers. And you opened your flank up when you were going for this, leaving your right side open. And one of the one of these dogs are gonna get in there, and they're gonna they're gonna try to take a bite out of you. So roll a d eight. So I rolled a six, but I have four armor. They have one piercing. Oh, that's actually a good point. And Jazz, what are you doing? <laughs> As you see a, a nice a nice little bit of flesh, stone, get taken out of Silic's side. Yeah, it's definitely stone. It like crumbles off of me. I would like to say that miles away, a little bit of my fortress falls to the ground as well as I get bit. Um, Watching Silic biff it, uh, do I see where the the closest blink dog like blinked to? They're the, sure they're just on the other side of you. How about like behind me now? Yeah, why not? But you notice you know that it's there. Either you hear it, they splash around. There's a whole bunch of water. Keep in mind. I'm just going. I guess none of the blink dogs are hurt, so I'm just going to attack the nearest blink dog. Which is which one? Um, I mean, just, are, just arbitrarily pick one. The one that yeah, just attacks Silic, or the one, one of the other like ones. the one that just attacks Silic is fine. Okay, okay cool. 
And then we had talked about uh, doing precise for the dagger. Oh, yeah, go for it. That's fine with me. Okay. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I rolled a five. Here it goes, everybody. But I'm going to level up tonight. (laughs) So as I said before you attacked that the dog in front of you, the, uh, the other one, we'll say both of them, ended up behind you. And you go and slash at this one that had just taken a little bit of silic out. And it blinks, and you're left, you're left holding just air, well, holding your dagger. But you hit nothing. <laughs> and the other two dogs should take opportunity to bite you. So roll a d8 and add one to it, and it's got piercing. Just one piercing? Yeah. Cool, I take three damage. Najaz, is there anything you can do to stop them from doing that? It seems it would be in your area of expertise. And maybe as that happens, actually, I'm going to... Th- try to throw up a wall in between us and them so that they can't bite us. Cast a spell? That's, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, no, I'm just going to grab some bricks and start bricklaying, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cast a spell. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> 14. Well, that's, there you go. That's much better. Uh, I'm going to say that it won't last long because I don't necessarily need it to. Yeah, you just want to you just want to have, have a quick little intimate conversation. Yeah, basically. So like a you know a, a an ethereal. Well, yeah. I mean, probably it's like a a magical rock wall just lifts out of the ground. Cool. You it get- actually probably like ethereally builds out of you know magic bricks that just like like really quickly up. I want to pan over real quick and I want to know what Curie's doing. I imagine in in this series of splashy moments. Curie has probably sadly had to peel himself away from his investigations. You don't have to. You really don't have to. I know. I was expecting to cut back and you're just like crouched down holding out your hand so that like, they'll maybe like smell it and like get used to you and get comfortable around you. Uh, Fine. Actually, then I'm super. I'm I'm into that. If you guys want to split a party. Don't have, I mean, I, I just, I'm just saying, don't feel beholden to doing something. I, I, I'm interested well, no, in I'm you thinking pursuing. Behold, I'm also thinking of beholden to just like someone being like, "There's a lot of noise going on." What? Oh, dogs! You may know. The real question is like, if you care enough about us to run after us. That's true. You did help me, and you made sure that I knew about it. So that, that, that was that could also play into it. Probably then, Eodor, darling. I think we need to go help our friends. Daddy, (laughs) I love you, Daddy. And Eodor quickly gets to his feet. Um, Listen, Eodor is an intelligent creature. You ate his brain, dog. Part of it. (laughs) So what are you doing? I'm sorry, I was too busy making jokes. (laughs) Uh, I would like to have Eodor go help them by attacking probably the nearest dog. I imagine that just means he's going to run in i don't know if i said this before but i imagine he kind of runs like um uh the titans from attack on titan yeah like uh, like right conservation of movement like arms at his side just running his legs really fast and kind of like wobbly (laughs) i want to point out eodor was is the same corpse that you animated before right and so his muscles got all blown out last time and so his skin's not hanging on correctly anymore so he just looks i mean he's he's mostly like ribbon and He's running. He's running at these dogs. You want him to just just take a swing at the first one he can find? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Roll. What? What? Do you, do you roll hack and slash for that? I've forgotten. Uh. No. I roll attack command. Attack command. Damn. Uh. That's gonna be a seven. So 
So it, uh, on attack command on a seven through nine, I just lose one power, but he still de- deals his damage. Okay, yeah. Roll roll your damage for it. And you're at three power now, or do you start with three or I'd four? I start with three. Three. Okay. So you're at two now. Yes, sir. Oh, a six. So what kind of attack does Eador do? Is he like before he did like a two-handed like fist, um, like hammer fist? Yeah. Uh, on this particular time, I think Eador was just running at breakneck speed. And truthfully, now that his flesh has kind of been made less desirable. Oh, that's cool. I just saved your life. It's fine. No, you're fine. The project is ruined, though. <laughs> He's probably just going to do a basement drop kick to the thing's face. Yeah, so I think the three the, the three dogs were kind of sniffing around this wall, uh, their hackles still raised, and Eodor just, just runs up and kicks one of these dogs, and they slam against the wall before blinking away again. But... Eodor now has the attention of the other two dogs. Back inside the 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 walls, what are you what are you guys doing? Is am I still in a place of power? This is a place of power. So uh illusion magic is all about belief. So I wanna cast a ritual to make these blink dogs believe that I have them leashed and like illusory leashes attached to each of the dogs. I think Silic will need to help you. This place is a little magically charged, and you may need help taming it. And again, Curie is going to be left in the lurch. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like good to it me. It puts them in the spot? Is that what it does? Is that it, what you mean? Pretty much, yeah. He, you guys won't be able to really help Curie as much as he may need. And he already has their the dog's attention. I have a question. How do you need my help? I think I need to y- you to serve as sort of a magical like sieve, like channel the power through you. Interesting, because I'm not used to handling like raw magic, right? Like I cast spells, do oh, okay. weird rituals. Okay, so I could I, also be interested in the idea that like you deal with illusions, but I deal with stability, and you're trying to create like leashes to them. So oh, in yeah. a way, it is sort of like a combo of our powers. Yeah, so I, I like it. So tell me what how how this is gonna look when you guys get started. I think I just like reach out and put one hand on uh, Silic's shoulder and the other like from my left hand these like illusory red leashes start to like snake out towards the dogs. Cool. While that's happening, Curie, you have the attention of three dogs. I think I will have to draw my dagger. Do I see these chains starting to come up and harness these dogs or do you want to have a minute before they kind of get leashed? The wall's still up. You don't know what's going on. Cool. It'll come down after this, probably. Cool. That sounds great. I will move in slowly with my dagger drawn to get next to Eodor, to stand, to hopefully stand in defense of him, but I think not wanting to attack them. We've done this before, and I think what worked best for, for, for Team Living Dead was... Uh, Are you getting t-shirts made later, or... Long live Eodor, or whatever he's doing. Long long die Eodor. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I... I I would want to, you know, start trying to parry them back. Wait for the opening to tell Eodore to uh, attack another one of the dogs. But I imagine they're kind of doing their predatorial encircling as I in- insert myself into the center of their circling. Cool, yeah. Roll defend. Cool. Con, right? Yeah. Yes. That's going to be a seven. You get one hold. At that point, uh, I might give narrative control over to you because I think we're waiting for one of them to come at us. Tell me what Eodor is doing. I haven't told Eodor to do anything, but I imagine that if anything I've he's probably naturally directed towards whatever heat signature is closest to him. 
so whichever whichever one of the dogs seems like it's about to you know about to pounce they're, they they uh, are they are slowly closing in on you, and one of them will lunge first unless you are going to do anything. I think I, I'm going to wait for yeah that sounds great. I'm going to wait for them to get close, and then the other one is it still just the two of them? The other one hasn't uh, popped back up yet since it took that hit, or is it now? Or is it as soon as it blinked away, it blinked back into the fight? It's it's around. The three of them have have regathered in the time it took for you to take a defensive stance. I think I'm going to tell you to like. Let's attack the prime one, the one that seems like it's going to attack first, and the others are going to accompany it. We'll attack the we'll attack the primary dog. The dog that he that he drop kicked before will say, is is hurt and feeling a little bit more desperate. Yeah, and will ma- be making the first move. Probably sensing that desperation. Um, no, just seeing its movements pattern a little bit differently. I probably tell tell Eador make him speak, uh, and Eador is going to try and. Uh, grab grab his neck and like you know wrench his lower this 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 jaw this lower jaw off. Yeah, roll it. Attack command. Yes. Uh, so it's a seven, eight, nine. So I lose another power. Okay, roll damage. A two. He managed to get his hands on it, but it it blinks away immediately. <sighs> so it did nothing. No, it did yeah. nothing. Back in back inside the lover's circle, what's going on? How is this? I'm just curious how this is looking. The walls are starting to come down. You guys are probably concentrating, I assume. Yeah, I think my my eyes are glowing, but I'm not moving. Jazz, what what are you doing? How is this looking? I suppose we we, we the, these chains have probably begun to manifest. I assume they're just sort of like snaking out through the air at the now, especially now that I can see the blank dogs, just like. Faster and faster, like slowly sliding towards them. Gary, you're you you've seen the wall coming down, and you see that your compatriots are doing something. You can probably <laughs> figure out the idea of what's going on, perhaps, or at least an I like roughly gauge what they have in mind. But while that is, those other two dogs have have circled around behind you and are are looking to attack again. What do you do, Theodore? It seems like we should back closer to our friends. Let's get out of the way of these monsters. And by monsters, he means living things. So I think I think we're gonna try and move rather quickly towards the walls. Fight danger plus dex as you try to get into a better position. That's uh, gonna be a straight nine. Okay, yeah. You. Oh, I like this. You you start you start you you turn around to keep to to face the two of them. The third one has probably joined them now, and you are slowly backing up and trying to make sure that you don't make any sudden movements and give them an opening. And I think you 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 trip over something and sort of stumble backward, and land back first near the two of them, as these ethereal chains now come out and wrap around these dogs. Najaz, are you planning to control these things? I'm mostly just like my plan was to stop them from blinking around. And that 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 is what I thought. I wanted to make sure that I understood because I realized the leash could have a different implication than I originally thought. But yeah, they are now tethered to this to this reality and can't can't blink anymore. What do you guys do? Your ritual is finished. Kiri is is has is probably scrambling back to his feet. Nice work, Najaz. I'm gonna step up and try to stab these things with my magical spear again. Black magic. Do S- it. Same tags. Same tags. Okay, you're gonna try to swing at two of them. Yeah. Eight. I draw unwanted attention or put someone in a spot. Zero damage, tie it. 
Zero damage. They. I should clarify this mechanically speaking. They lost their armor because they can't blink around anymore. No, so oh, because literally. it's two targets, I got oh, minus one damage, yeah, so I rolled right, a one, yeah. so, that's, literally, so that's just zero damage. Literally yeah. zero damage. Cool. I think this ritual drained you a little bit more than you thought it would, and, and your previous armor crafting did no favors to this situation either. And I think you had trouble maintaining this... this you said, you, if I understood correctly, there was a, a sort of blade that you had formed at the end of the staff. And I think you had trouble maintaining that. All right, yeah. So your 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 blade dematerializes as you as you go to swing at these at these dogs, and for a second you're confused or perhaps so tired that you don't have time to react as the third dog moves in on your ex- now exposed side. He's about to get bit. What are you other two doing? Uh, so I see that other dog going into bite Silic again, and I'm going to like pull myself towards it using this like magical tether. And just try to jam the knife into the back of its skull. If you're gonna try to pull it toward you, you're gonna have to defy danger plus strength to get to. I, move I wasn't. It. I was more for flavor saying that. I figured I'm close enough because I just was standing right next to Silic, so that I could at least, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Then just then just hack and slash. I didn't know if you're trying to throw it off balance. Oh no, um, that's uh eleven. Eleven, sweet. Roll your damage. Uh, three. Fantastic, Curie. What are you doing? Najaz stabbed the one that was flanking the wolf that was flanking Silic. And the two that Silic slashed at are are now moving toward him as well. I think I'm going to attack the closest one. I think I'm gonna have. Let me think. Are uh, Are you going to attack him? Eador Eador would be closer to the wolves yep. than you are. Eador you you fell down. Him. Yeah. Yeah. What would right. be behind them now as they yeah. stepped forward? Cool. Then, uh, Eador, you should help our friends. I love you, Daddy. <laughs> Box cars. Damn. Sweet. But see, there there were all six on this, but eh, a three. So he Eador manages to hit one of the dogs. All three of these are looking pretty pretty beat up now. And so look, you've regained your composure. What are you doing? How many are in my immediate vicinity? Because there's the one that was flanking me that's still there, right? I would think, if I understand correctly, Najaz is now between you and that wolf. Okay, so none of them. Eodor hit one of the wolves. So the two in, there are two in front of you, with Eodor slightly to your, we'll say, right, and Najaz to your left. And there's only two wolves now? The third wolf is on the other side of Najaz. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. So I am going to I raise my staff up and slam it against the ground in order to create a like a raising pillar of iron that just comes straight out like a big spike of iron of iron that comes out of the ground under one of these wolves. So I'm going to choose the range tag near and then elemental stone, or I could just do something else other than that. Cause I don't really know how much metal really counts as elemental necessarily. I, I mean, I could give you elemental. It's not particularly important in this, in this specific situation. If there's something else you want, well, to it's just use. like, cause like electricity, you would expect to do a certain thing. Fire, you expect to do a certain thing. Like this, this is just stabbing him. Yeah. So is it, what, what other options do you have? Do to you have with? forceful yet? I would probably take forceful would be my, my other thought on that. That is forceful is great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, eight. Okay. Four damage. And this has forceful to it as well. It's forceful to it. How does how does how does black magic work? Is that does do you have to choose something for seven through nine or is it is Oh it, yeah 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 sorry. Um, I don't feel like I can sap my energy because I'm already sapped. 
Don't forget about the minus one that you had. I know you rolled an eight. So no, no, I already included okay. that because I, yes. Um, I'm going to draw on wanted attention, probably just still, you know, to myself, I'm assuming. Or I can put somebody in a spot, but I'm assuming it's it's to me. Well, this dog that you stabbed is really dead. It's not. It can it. It just gets impaled and lifted up on this spike, right? Yeah, it's just it's just yes. stuck there. The problem with what you've just done, though, is you've sort of, you've you've given uh, the flank of the dogs to Najaz, which is to say the dogs are flanking Najaz now. How about I put it that way? So what do you do, Najaz? You got a dog on on either side of you now. So am I still like right up on one of them? The one I stabbed before. It's it. It's pretty close to you. Yeah. I'm gonna try to uh, like wrap these ethereal chains. Like move. I guess they're probably not physical. They're yours. You can absolutely grab them. What are you What are you doing? And I'll tell you. And I can shoot it down. And if I don't think it's appropriate, I was kind of gonna try to like move around the dog in such a way. You know, like when you're walking a dog on the leash and it's dumb and like gets its paws wrapped up in the leash. Yeah, defy plus dex. I'll give you dex for that. I was that was what I was thinking about was whether or not you would need like to like topple this dog over. And no, not really. Five. Oh no. So the children have stopped moving and have all turned to look at the three of you. There are still these dogs. I would like Eodore to shove his foot up one of their ass. Yeah. So there's there's the dog that. So. I'll, I'll at least say this. Now, Jazz managed, managed to get both of the dogs in front of him, albeit you didn't get to... I don't think you're in a very good position right now anymore, Najaz. But you do have the opportunity to hit one that he is that he is facing. So go ahead and roll your attack move. There it is. What did, what did you roll? I, I'm on a six. Good news and bad news. <laughs> well, it's all bad news. Your sweet boy starts running toward this wolf. And a good portion of the way there, you notice him like kind of start slowing down, in a in an unnatural way. Not that he is natural in any kind of, but it doesn't seem appropriate with the way that he thinks that he's moving. And then he just stops, mid gesture, and just stays there. And I think he falls apart. Silic baby, save this situation. All right, I am going to walk over to the wolves that are flanking the jazz. Right, you've got two on you right now. Uh, they're not flanking me anymore. I've got them both in front of me. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, cool. I'm gonna run up to this to one of them. I'm going to turn my left hand into a blade, a la Terminator Two, and I'm gonna shove it through one of these wolves. Wait, give me give me your tags. Forceful and piercing. So because I'm not choosing a range tag, it's hand. Hand forceful and piercing. And in this case, literally, literally hand. my hand. Eight. Uh, roll your damage, and then tell me what you're choosing, or we can do it the other way around. I'm right. probably putting myself in a spot. Okay. I feel like I am doing that regardless. <laughs> yeah. Five. Two. Come on. Oh. But at least it has piercing and forceful, so that should do something. I think you can knock this dog into the other one. I'll take that. Will that work? And then you guys have the opening on that. At least it. At least yeah, it gets Najaz out of immediate danger, which is cool with me. But you can feel all the boys staring at you. That's fine. <laughs> Isn't it? Everything's great. Now, Jazz, what are you doing? These wolves are now in a bit of a heap. You have an opening to probably yeah. take both of them out or whatever you want to do. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm just going to like slip around a silic and just start stabbing at the pile, just sort of like overhand, just driving that uh, magic knife down into the dog. Absolutely. And I'll, uh, you can hit both of them in this, in this sitch, so just roll hack and slash. Cool. 
Wizards rolling hack and slash. Yes. I love it. Uh, seven. Roll your damage. Yeah. Seven. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. They're they're both dead, but the one of them manages to 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 get a bit of bit of arm fat while you're just wildly swinging at this. Oh, that's fine. I wanted to lose that anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D eight. You go to your weekly Weight Watchers meeting like, good news, I'm down three pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Even with piercing, it doesn't do anything. Thanks for that magic armor. But yeah, one of the, you see one of the wolves try to try to bite your arm, and its teeth just shatter against this magical armor. So there's one wolf left. They're dead. They're, They're both all dead. dead. No, 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 no. I meant there was one more that. No, Theodore you, was probably. you impaled one, and those two died. There. Oh yeah, that, I did kill that one. Yeah, I you, yeah. you knocked yeah. them into each other, so I said he could he could hit both of them. Nice, nice. love it. What are you guys doing now? I think I'm probably like, cause you kind of like threw yourself at them. Yeah. Right. So I'm probably like kicking them off and making sure they're dead and like helping you kind of back to, to stability. And then I think we're probably all turning to face these boys who are all looking at us. Yeah. I think also I, as soon as um, my boy had died, I put my hands down in the water and looked for a, a different waterlogged body. You want to discern realities? Yeah, that sounds fun. Just a nine. What here is useful or valuable to me? Yeah, and you find you find a, another another body. I think as I was looking around for that body, I've probably taken more notice that the boys stopped because they were an interest of mine. I think I immediately just barf forth some of my black essence into this body that I found <laughs> as I'm going to try and animate it. I'm trying to think of a good name. You guys got a good name? For the for the for this body for this body, well, I guess yeah, you're not eating his, their brain or anything. What would you what What is Curie gonna call them? Uh yeah, oh That's great. Uh, Curie calls them before he gets to know them. He just calls them slates. Slates. Yeah. All right. Or no, like he'll call it a slate. This yeah. is just a slate. No, but is that you so see? That's all you're calling it. Like you don't call it a name at all. No, yeah, it doesn't. Okay. G- he doesn't give it a name until. Sure. It's perfect. It has a connection. Yeah. So yeah, this is slate. For now. Roll. To raise him? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Boxcars. Is that your third boxcars tonight? Yeah, he is risen. (laughs) (laughs) While your gross gross friend friend is barfing on dead bodies, what are are Silic or Najaz doing? Najaz, what do you make of that? I hold up the, the knife and just try to, like, shine the light right, like, into their eyes, kind of. Like, just trying to get, like, a better picture of what's going on here. I don't remember who it was that investigated Velo's body. Who do you, who was that? It was us. Or it was mostly me, I yeah. think, who like did the deep dive on it. Yeah. But just the same, I I'll, I'll answer this the same. These things feel very much similar to how Velo felt in that Sluzer. Well there there's that, but they're also they're they're vessels. Okay. I think they are all staring at um Curie also, as 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 Curie uh, brings this slate to animation. Were they taking bodies back to the tower? That is correct. Okay. And they're they've stopped and are just watching us now. They're watching Curie now. So before they they a few of them seem to be looking at each of you. I guess uh, they were all looking at at Silic before. They are all now. They are all now staring at Curie. I'm gonna just uh, cast Prestidigitation. What do you What do you got in mind? I'm just gonna like a minor sort of illusion, like some like make some like little fireworks in the air. I just want to see if they're going to pay attention to me after I do it. Roll it. 
Uh, eight. I f- just forget it. Yeah, they're all looking at you now. I believe that they are attracted to the use of magic. Very good. That shouldn't be a problem. And he just looks over at Najaz and then back at the at the group. I suggest we proceed cautiously. Stay behind me. My goal here is to move forward slowly and cautiously, but I'm going to defend Najaz while we do so. Eleven. Gee, you got three hold. Okay, so you guys, are where are you going to the keep? Is that my understanding? That's the goal, but we have to yeah. move past these boys, right? Absolutely. So, yes, that is what's happening. They still have their attention on Najaz as you guys walk past them. Are you guys doing anything yet? Like, well, by which I mean, are you investigating them in any other way? Or are you just straight up just watching, walking there? Are they different? Like, do they look appearance-wise? Are they like different children? They are. Okay. Yeah, I guess I just follow Silic and I'm kind of hoping one of these other two casts spell because I'm tired of them looking at me and it's making me scared. <laughs> I mean, are they, they're watching us like, and they, they turn to face Najaz as we pass through them? Is are that? They, are, yeah, are they turning? Yes, they're, they're, they're spinning on their, the respective axes unsettlingly. But they're not, they're not like approaching us or anything. They're not moving outside of that. And yeah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're just gonna move to the keep. You know what? No, let's let's back up. There, yeah. How about that? They are congregating, like as you kind of walk past them. That seems more interesting. Like on us. Yeah. Well, in, in a in a crowd behind you as you as you walk, following us. Correct. If I follow off to the side and away, they take no care of me. The central point of their focus, the of the focus of this ellipsis. Yep. Is is uh, Najaz. Great. I'd probably stay off to the side a little bit from them, just in case something goes pear-shaped. Just curious, are you guys just walking? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, if, I'm they're, d- if, they're I'm not, if they're not, like, acting on us, I'm just defending, man. I'm not trying to, like... Okay, no, I'm not, I'm not trying not to... Pu- looking for I'm, trouble. I'm not trying to push this in any way. I'm just How trying to... How many of them are there? Maybe a dozen. Oh. Okay. And they're all about Oompa Loompa height? Yeah, they're <laughs> ten. They're, they're the same age as Velo was. So, Najaz, you feel these boys' gaze kind of bore into you a little bit. And, yeah, defining your plus intelligence. Ten. So, they're, they're, you feel their gaze sort of bore into you, as I said. And you feel a bit, you feel kind of sluggish. And you get that same, you don't know that it's the same, but you get that same sort of vision that Silic had earlier when he was investigating Velo's body. That strange, huge man on a throne. Sluzer. But you feel fine. As far as mechanical mm. things, nothing is going on. These children are still following you, though. Not openly antagonistic. You're just walking. And you get to the keep. What do you guys do? I would prefer these children not follow us into the keep if at all possible. Would you be capable of sealing this door permanently, Silic? I should be able to do that, yes. Does it open? There is something that used that was at one time like a trap door to the roof. Oh, right, because it's laying on its side. Yeah. Who wants to try? While their attention is fixed on me, Kuri, would you attempt the door? I suppose I could attempt the door. Yeah, the door open. This trap door opens easily. Cool. It's it's dark inside. 
What do you do? It um, it seems to have opened. I wonder, would you care too much if I took one of the boys? They are not corpses. Are they? Are they not? I, <laughs> Curry hadn't looked closely. I, you have? Is anyone? I don't know if we know if they're dead or not, but I'm assuming that I'm assuming that they're not. Cool. That they were possessed as living things, and yeah. therefore, or possessed, but not necessarily possessed bodies. They might be. That's in your fucking field. I don't know, man. I'm made of rock. I don't have a brain. I would like to investigate if they are dead or living. How are you going to do that? I'm, since they aren't really particularly uh, interested in me, I think I'm going to go up to the closest one off on the side a little bit just so I'm not like in the center of attention right next to Najaz and grab one. Najaz, get inside. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll be the first <laughs> one to dart through then. You can continue. Yeah. Uh, grab one by the shoulder uh, and then uh, reach my palm up to where his pulse would be. Well, we have a problem. Uh, what, how do you, what are you using to see? Oh, uh, the last dying embers of his situation. If not, I'm not against using adventuring gear for a torch. You can. Cool. Then I will do that. Also, I think we could use a little bit more light as we go deeper into this area. Yeah. Up to this point, you guys have stuck together pretty close, and it hasn't been an issue. But now you're separating a little bit. Yeah. Then I will. I will totally use an adventuring gear. So I probably light. I light a small torch. So yeah, you can. Are you investigated solely in whether or not they're dead? At first, yes. There's no pulse. If that's if that's the question, you can you can dr and I we can we can evaluate the situation a little bit more, or you cool. could feasibly spout lore and 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 talk about what they are. I'll give I'll I'll see the parameters are slightly different. I'm kind of interested in the spout lore aspect of it, um, because I do feel like dr dr is a little bit in the moment. I feel like this is something that he's reaching into his understanding. Yeah, that's that, that cool. Th- that makes perfect sense. Yeah, cool. That's a five. <laughs> oh. While you're sort of feeling at this kid's neck, they were all looking in Najaz's jer- direction, and you... I feel like Curie is, is prone to focusing in on one thing at a time. You didn't really notice that their attention had shifted to you when Najaz had run into the keep, and they've begun to encircle you. Holy shit, I have the greatest spell of all time. Go on. I'm gonna fucking castle him. You mean literally make a castle around him? In chess, when you switch your king and your rook, are they like? Oh yeah, I know. Kind of okay. switch places. It's called castling. I mean, I yeah, I, yeah, I just didn't. Yeah. Okay, I didn't think of chess immediately, but you know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm that, gonna do that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. I thought I was like, oh, <laughs> that's really cool. Because I feel like I can take this shit more than he can take this shit. Are you seven? Snuck it in there. Choose your tags. This will be instantaneous. That feels like a cop-out, but... That's what it's there for. It's true. But I still have to choose another one, so it doesn't exactly get me out Exactly. It doesn't free, get you so out of it. Yeah. Really yeah. Totally. yeah, so it doesn't feel... So totally. it, doesn't, it doesn't last long because it takes one second. We could also say that, obviously, Slate is down there with you as an, as, as an aspect of that as well. Yeah, it's going to draw unwanted attention. 
So their attention is, is is on you now. That's I mean that's not only are you in the middle of this circle, but there there's the this this circle is now closing in around you. Yeah. Um. Are they? They're not attacking me, as of right now. Not yet. They're kind of zombie esque moving toward you. I think I'm that they're defend I, myself. Do it, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Nine. Great. You have a you have a hold for yourself. You can feel this the, the the pressure of their gaze increasing as they as this circle sort of contracts. I'm just standing stoically in the middle of this circle. I think like yeah. kind of fine with them having their attention on me because then their attention isn't on you two. Kiri, what are you doing? Slate, darling, help our friend get to us. I I'd just like Slate to make some elbows, uh, try and start making a path through because I imagine Slate's right next to. Silic, um, if he can just start moving through um, the crowd trying to make space for Silic to walk. Are there mechanics for him doing things like this? There aren't, and I was just going to say, if you want me to roll it for me, um, otherwise it's up to you completely. This is a pretty simple thing. I think that he can he can make room through the, make elbow room. He can elbow his way through this, the, this these kids as they're small. So there is... Feasibly, a path for you to exit, Silic. Sweet. I'm going to just take that. And that way I don't have to attack them myself, probably. You can, while you're out of the circle, they're still all staring at you. Okay, I'll, that's I'll just, fine. They I'll can just stare at me all they want. And I, I think as I, as I approach Kuri, get inside. Yes, I guess okay. I was interested in them, though. They seem strange, and they couldn't quite put my finger on what's going on there. It will not be the last strange thing that we encounter here. I think you are not uncorrect. Yeah, I mean, are you are you heading in? Yeah, I'll head in. I'm gonna follow. Is the slate still like just the slate tossing them, or what's going on over there? No, the slate's just they, walking along. Did they start attacking it? So attacking the slate? No, they didn't attack the slate. Oh. Okay, so is it coming with us? Then? Yeah, the slate just crawls in after Slogs its wet. Slogs its kind of. S- Sticky wet way through. Okay, cool. Gross. It was a water. It was one of the waterlogged ones, so it's kind of just a slate. So as I, I'm gonna close the trap door behind me as I get inside as the last person in, and then I'm going to seal it. The last thing you see as you go to close the door, I think, is uh, all of these kids' mouths start like their jaws start to unhinge, and they dash for the keep. But yeah, no, you can absolutely seal it. <laughs> cool. I just there are stakes here. I was, I was trying to establish that. There are stakes here, <laughs> and now there are also snakes here. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I, let's do it. So yeah, as you go to as you go to close this, you you manage to close the door, but as you go to start to seal it, it uh, they just burst through this this trap door and there. They are on you. Curie is jealous. <laughs> Slate, can I? <laughs> Slate, block the door. Oh, I was actually going to try to slam the door and just like let them do whatever they're about to do to me so that I keep most of them out, hopefully. I thought you were on the inside. I am on the inside. Yeah. Does oh, the trap door... Or is it opening The trap door opens out. out? They broke the door. They are they are coming in. Jazz, we haven't seen you for a minute. I have this uh, rock 
That's from uh, Velo's I'm gonna corpse. Cast rock. Ha! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no! I scream and throw it. No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna try some sympathetic magic here, and I concentrate on this rock that was from Velo when we found his body, and I p- put it on the ground, and with my like magic shadow knife, s- just slam the knife into that and concentrate really hard on the connection between that stone and what's coating these kids. So for this ritual, you're going to have to disenchant that stone, and you and your allies will risk danger from Sluzer. So as you stab this stone with your knife, you get another strange vision of this guy sitting in this throne, and he starts to stand. And our camera pans to the pillar, that portal that's opening, and we see some fingers come out and grasp the side of it. Which are to say his. I don't know if that does that pan. Yeah, no, that scan yeah. rather. That reads. So did I see that, or no? Like I didn't have another vision of Sluzer. Yeah, was this for the audience or was this or us? Was this for Zach, Brian, and? I was thinking that you see him stand up. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Not good. Even even still, you would have a kind of like. Yeah, yeah. And there is a bit of a quake as the energy of this whole place shifts. Ugh. And all those children, just as, just as Silic is being inundated with these gnashing child things, they collapse like mannequins. There's nothing. Well, that worked. <sighs> <laughs> nice work, Nijaz. And I'm going to, like, shake one of them just off of me. <laughs> like still was clamped on I did not know you were capable of such interesting things me neither well where are we and Silic is going to start looking around try to see as much as he can in this room this looks to be the throne room this would be at the top of the tower normally in keeping with this same motif everything is white floors there are some blue azure pillars. There are two paintings, one painting on one wall, one painting on another. One of, of seemingly a grown man, while the face has been painted over with a sort of a white starburst pattern, if you will. Almost like a halo over the face. It is, You can't see it anymore. And the other is of, you recognize as the velo that you found on deck in long, luxurious robes painted in a stately ma- a stately way, a royal way. Perhaps seated on a throne, the throne you see in the middle of the room, which is surprisingly small, though appropriately so. What do you guys do? There doesn't appear to be any immediate danger. There's not. It seems we are safe for now. I need a moment. As do I. Silic just stops moving. Uh... Kuri continues to move and goes towards the young bodies. Are they... uh, No. I think he takes out his knife. Probably just because he has so many. Just jabs it straight into the top of their skull and kind of cranks back and forth to widen widen the wounding uh, and then pulls it out and then just slits in his middle finger 
and his thumb as he just pulls out a little bit of their brain and starts chewing on it. So let's talk about because I want to I want to table talk this because I think there's a real interest interest a real way for this to us to communally do this because I think it could be really interesting. What do you guys think the ritual that Velo did to get trapped in the kid's body looked like? Obviously, a whole bunch of children were led into probably a large chamber under the guise of some sort of treat or payment. Or perhaps they were gifted to Velo uh, by some nearby poor house. Told that he would that the child would work for him, but I think this would be interesting if you guys, each of you, could come up with like an, a part of this. Perhaps a steak, or just a atmospheric. So I think he had a a multitude of them and had to take something vital to each of them for this ritual. And so one, I'm just picturing him like hoisting them up by their feet and slitting their neck and collecting their blood in a bowl. Another one you see half opened as you see someone you see probably a not someone, you probably see a servant uh, carving away the skin and around uh, muscle tissue and everything uh, and breaking off at weaker points the bones. Uh, I probably see that in a flash of like breaking off the lower jaw as like uh, over half the face is gone already and it's just taking bone by bone uh, probably like you know like uh, the shoulder is exposed and well the shoulder that once was so it's just exposing like uh, different uh, deeply bloody uh, tissues that are exposed uh, with like no more of the top 20% of their body as they kind of just start to collect in small fragmentations the the skeletal structure of the child. I think after they're done harvesting the bones and stuff, they roast the body of the child and we see Velo eating it. I have no idea what I had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> but Christ... I mean, we est- we established that Velo's evil. Yeah, yeah, I was like, well, what is th- what is this what does this really evil ritual look like? And I was like, for some reason, I didn't think uh, bleeding out and flaying and dismembering children was quite how it was gonna go. I have no idea why I thought that. Why yeah. would you? Yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, silly me. <laughs> no. For the record, though, love it. This dude sucks. Do you? Oh, then back wrapping this back into the larger framing narrative. Oh, wait, can I also add a thing on that? Please. Yeah, I mean, so not only did we establish that Velo was evil, but also this was a ritual that was partially or relied entirely upon Pythian magic. And that's just horrendous magic. Like, it is it is yeah. the worst. So it makes sense that it would be that fucking awful. And you see this from the perspective of like a line, like the old lines of cows and butchers and the old factory butcheries. You know what I'm talking about? The the killing line? Is that what it's called? And the child whose brain you just ate. Yeah, Velo's awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've got an angle, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
is is watching this happen to his all these physically similar children the the empathy of him is pretty easy to imprint and then after the i mean he does he doesn't see this but you piece it together that after the ritual the next flash of memory that you see is a velo speaking into this pitch black mirror and pointing it at another child who then undertakers up i can't think of it but like unnaturally like oh shit you know how dracula stands up sure yeah. sure he's just he just pivots on the heels from that, from horizontal to a, vertical as though he were on a hinge exactly right. yeah that is the next memory you see and that's it that's all you'll get for now anyway I think that Curie had been, at certain points, suspicious of Velo's type of magic that he was using to prolong his own life. I don't think he says anything, but if the camera were to kind of zoom in on him, you would see kind of the the clenching of his jaw and the kind of disgust that he would have. (laughs) I think he is... I think that Curie is more upset by the fact... by the strange way in which this magic sacrifices life and does not integrate it, that life is being uh, used like gas in an engine, if I can use a metaphor outside the world, as opposed to life being used uh, for parts to continue one's life as they integrate themselves into the world. This glass house you're in, you're just you're just like look, <laughs> you're just holding a stone <laughs> and thinking about throwing it. Yeah, but this is loving it. loving the idea of uh, Kuri having an existential breakdown about his type of magic because he's been exposed to like where it leads, and I'm super into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it, it also the last thing that really upsets him is that you see all these children, right? These unripe bodies. Just be like, like, it feels like in that same, it feels in that same way, uh, frivolous that this type of magic, uh, whoever created it doesn't understand how it works in a, a necessary way. It knows that it needs to be bombastic and larger than to pun life in order to get what it needs, right? It needs to be. Uh, not a non-essentialist and that's what really you know upsets him now jazz what are you doing while so silic just gargoyles and curie kind of uh, is is in like this weird sort of rigor mortis while he's eating this brain what are you doing As the only normal human being in this party, I get some food out and, like, just eat some actual food and study my <laughs> spell book and try not to think too hard about what's going on behind me and not and throw up. And I just, love like, that you're just, like, your eyes are darting from your book. To, like, God. Ugh. You're stress eating is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, I think, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yes. Totally. There's some bleed there, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I love it. We'll, we'll call it there. We'll pick back up in the throne room next time. End of episode.
You guys are perverts. <laughs> you guys are sick in the head. Look, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done this if I knew we couldn't take it seriously. All right. Exactly. <laughs> what the? God. Bring some professionalism to the industry of podcasting, Lord. <laughs>